0: Keep it real simple, keep it real simple Bring everything right back to ground zero Cause it all comes down to this Love God and love people Believe in the world that keeps breaking
1: But if we want to find a way to change it It all comes down to this Love God and come love on, people Come on, simple let me hear you one time Come on, come on reason i got to have your energy, I don't know if you know it or not, but we sprang forward last night, so you're in the miracle category, all right? It means you made it to church on a spring forward Sunday, and we started spring break for the kids. So go ahead and give yourselves one more round of applause. You made it, son. Good job. Sound like y'all are kind of weak, though. Let's try that one more time. Come on, y'all. Give yourselves a round of applause. Come on. Perfect. Now, why I need your energy is because we're going to have some fun today, but we're going to also challenge you a lot. As I was walking out there in the lobby, some of the people were like, man, you were tough on us today. And I'm like, really, was I tough on you? So y'all tell me after if I'm tough on you. But I really am passionate about what we're going to talk about today. And you've probably been able to figure it out with this do-good shirt on today. But many people ask me, why do you talk so much about doing good? Well, if you are a skeptic or you're someone who's always wondered why the simple church loves those two words, there is going to be a lot of scripture today. So download the app, follow along, and then you can share it with other people or learn a little more yourself. For example, Ecclesiastes 11.1, do good wherever you go. And after a while, the good you do will come back to you. I don't know about you, but how many of you could use some good coming back to you? Let me hear you. Come on. Of course. The idea is is if you're helping someone, if you're doing good, God has these promises attached to it. And he's saying, hey, man, I'm going to bring it back to you. I'll give you a New Testament scripture. It goes along with it. Luke 6, 38. If you give to others, you will be given a full amount in return. It will be packed down, shaken together, and spilling over into your lap. That's pretty good. I, I spoke at Elizabeth Baptist Church a couple of weeks ago. And this is how we did it down there because they were just an energetic group. And I said, press down, shaking together, and running over, give, and it will come back to you. I can tell right now, you are like, well, that's pretty good, brother. But they had a lot more energy than you, I promise you. This is the whole idea is there's an old song we grew up singing. And it was, give, it's going to come back to you. Press down, shaking together, and running over. And that's a New Testament scripture. Look at how it ends. It says, the way you treat others is the way that you will be treated. It was this whole concept of when you give or when you do good to someone else, it comes back to you in a level that many of us really can't wrap our head around. The problem is, is we don't always do it. We're a little more skeptical. We're a little more, you know, jaded, cynical, whatever the word may be. I'm going to show you a video that I ran across that kind of tests this theory. And this is... A pretty good example of someone coming in and testing a store owner. Now, I kept thinking as I watched this video, what if it was the Christians that he was testing? What would happen? But when you see the video, you'll know. Evaluate yourself. Is this me? Is it not me? What would I do if I was in that situation? How would I respond? Watch.
2: You guys don't have just like a piece of bread or something, do you? I just don't have money. Something are you really small. Then, like, I yeah, I you a sandwich or
3: something. You want a cookie or sandwich? Just take what you need. Any sandwich, go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, don't worry about it. I have just a question. Why are you helping me? You're hungry? Just take them. Take what you need, and there's a microwave over there. Coffee over there, go ahead. And a coffee too? That's all right, buddy. Why are you, Why are you so surprised? Can I have a hug? Oh, yeah, no problem, buddy. <laughs> you can come every day, my friend. No problem. Whenever you're hungry, just come on in the store. Just grab them, I'll make
2: them. I'm actually rewarding kindness so i want to give you a gift card for helping me don't worry about that give that to somebody
3: my friend don't worry about that give to somebody like a says bless us that's all is that my friend
1: come on y'all give him a little round of applause <clears throat> maybe you don't want to clap because you're like i wouldn't do that <laughs> you're evaluating your life this is the whole challenge this is the whole thought process if you walk out there, if you go to work, if you're on the streets, if you go to school, whatever it is, and somebody comes up and says, hey, man, I need your help. I hope that Christians will say, man, whatever I can do. But I know you, and I know us, and I know the way it's been. Most of the time, we're super cynical, we're super skeptical, and we're like, I don't know if I'm going to help. Why I love the video, and the reason it went viral is because this guy's like, hey, man, come here. You need a hug? Come here, I'll hug you. Everybody's like, oh, don't touch me. Where you been? Go get some old, Go get your own food, you know? And I'm sitting here thinking about all of us in the scripture. We just read one Old Testament, one New Testament, give and it'll come back to you, pressed down and shaken together. The, give, the good that you do for others, is gonna come back to you. So here's my questions for you. Ready? Do you see the need? I mean, if you're out there just going around in the world, you know, I think about hunger. When I show you that people are hungry, y'all have done great at responding, whether that's local community kids that are needing a backpack filled with after-school snacks or whether we're feeding our friends in africa or wherever it may be your food boxes you've been good at it Hunger's a little bit easier to see but do you see it if it's something beyond that here's another one do you care here's a better question <laughs> maybe you see it but you're like i don't care these are all tests for every one of us and here is what kind of comes into my mind as i start walking through this because it is true i'm just like you most of the time i see it and most of the time i care but not all the time but let me tell you when i do see it and when i do care if it's my child or my grandchild i don't have any grandchildren yet but you understand the concept right it's like what if it's your family if i tell you man if you see your grandchild and they come in and they're hungry you're just gonna be like oh you'll be all right you'll be all right no but what if they're really hungry or your child And hunger is one thing. Let me go ahead and take it to the next level. Hunger is kind of easy to solve. Hey, go to the cabinet, get something, run by the store, pick it up. Or we pack a backpack, snack pack. Or we put some food together, mail it to Africa. A little bit more difficult, but we can do that. Let me tell you one that is not easy to solve and why we're taking so much time to talk about this. Let's talk about cancer for a minute. Nobody wants to, I don't want to, you don't want to. We certainly don't like it. There's nobody in here who's like, man, that's all right. No, we're going, man, I hate it. And so do many, many others. But you know what we really hate is when a kid is involved. When you see a child, a sick child, there's nothing worse. And I say that question mark kind of in my mind of like, I can't think of anything worse. When a kid is hurting or when a kid is sick, you're like, oh, my goodness. And if you don't believe that Jesus cares, this is where he goes gangsta. All right? If you don't know what gangsta is, let me show you. Luke 17, 2. It would be very bad for anyone who makes one of these little children sin. It would be better for them to have a millstone tied around their neck and to be drowned in the sea. This is Jesus saying, you're going to be swimming with the fishes if you mess with a kid. That's Jesus. That just proves so many times when you look at a scripture like this how serious a child is to him. So if you have a child who is sick, how much more would Jesus be aware, alert, and how much more would he want us to be aware and alert if you remember when the disciples were trying to keep the kids away what did jesus do he got on to them like man don't keep these kids from coming to me i mean this is where he really takes it serious because he realizes the innocence how sweet how innocent man they didn't ask for this it's happened and all of a sudden it's like ah And also, they have this sweet spirit about them. And he's like, man, don't keep these kids from me. I need them in my life. And as a matter of fact, he even threw out one other thing. He said, you can't even enter heaven unless you become like a child. And what does that mean? Trusting. Believing the best. Like, you're going to get through this. I believe. I trust. Faith. Well, it reminded me of a video that I saw. Right around the Super Bowl, it come out a little bit before the Super Bowl, but then they aired it again during the Super Bowl this past year, and it is a commercial, thirty seconds, where they reminded us the power of becoming like a child and how Jesus challenged us to become like a child. Maybe you remember the commercial. Watch. <laughs>
3: What a wonderful world
1: this would be. There'd be no trouble and no... Anybody remember the commercial? Come on, let me hear you. Yeah. I mean, of all the commercials the Super Bowl, many people are talking about this particular one, but I'm going to highlight one image that was played in this commercial. This image. When I saw the commercial... There's a lot of different things that are running through your mind, and you see the beauty of it and the power of it. But when I saw this commercial, I'm like, man, what's the story? There's got to be more to this story. So I searched it, knowing that I was talking about this today. This past week, I went, and I was looking and looking and looking, and I found the source. It's right in Dallas, Texas. A mom had a post. This was her post on the social media. But I blew it up so that you'd be able to see her Reason for putting the picture on social media was she says, I want people to know what childhood cancer looks like. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So she wanted you to have empathy because her family's going through it. And I'm thinking, that's some heavy stuff. This child don't deserve it. I hate that they're going through this. But then there's also another component. Who is this little girl, Patton i on the back. Well, let's read along. It says, one thing they don't tell you about childhood cancer is that it affects the entire family. You always hear about the financial and medical struggles, but how often do you hear about the struggles families with other children face? Kalenberg said in the Post, to some, this may be hard to see and read, my two kids, 15 months apart, went from playing in school and at home together to sitting in a cold hospital room together. My then four-year-old watched her brother Go from the ambulance to the ICU, she watched a dozen doctors throw a mask over his face, poke and prod him with needles, pump a dozen medications through his body, all while he laid there helplessly. She wasn't sure what was going to happen, what was happening. All she knew was that something was wrong with her brother, her best friend. If you want to know why I'm glad you're here today, if you want to know why I'm glad that you're watching, it's because we're going to, as a church... Not just pray for people, as important as that is. We're also going to challenge you to do something. Because childhood cancer is horrible. And it affects not only the child, but it affects the entire family. And as a group of believers, whether you're watching in Africa or Washington State or North Dallas or St. Louis, wherever you are, I'm calling all of us together those in the room, those watching online, to say, we need to come together. We need to come together because this childhood cancer is robbing families and robbing children of some of the greatest days of their lives. And we have an opportunity to do something about it. Now, before I go into what we're going to do, let me go ahead and answer the obvious question. If you're not a church person or if you didn't grow up in church, and this is what I struggled with, especially early in my life, is asking God why. Why is there cancer? Why do people have to go through this? Why do children have to go through this? All great questions, and it can apply to so many different areas, but here's the short answer. Because we live in a fallen world when sin entered through Adam, sickness and death followed with it. You know, with what? The decision to control our own life. I don't need anybody else. I'm going to do what I want to do. I know God's warned Adam, don't do this. But he's like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And we still battle that today. It's called sin. In Romans 5, 12, it says, Adam sinned and the sin brought death into the world. Through that choice, through sin, man, we have been on a quick path to destruction. And we still struggle with it. You and I both still struggle with it. But we also want you to know there's an enemy. Because in the garden, he was tempting them. He was tempting Eve. He was tempting Adam. He was like, Hey, did God really say this? Can you really trust God? Is it really true in that the same way we are now? Is can we trust the church? Can we really trust the government? Can we trust this or that? Can we trust anybody? And so he starts just picking at you. And next thing you know, you don't trust anybody. You don't trust God. You don't trust the church. You trust no one. And he's like, I got you. I got you. Because that enemy really does have dominion or control over the earth. I'm going to prove that to you, 1 John 5, 19. We know that we are children of God and that all the rest of the world around us is under Satan's power and control. Why do we have cancer? Why do we have sickness? Why do we have murder? Why do we have sin? Because, man, we are under the power of Satan. You go, man, hold on a second. You're telling me that this whole world... Yes, take a look around. When you see the horrible things happening, when you see all this other stuff, that is not God going, man, I got you. I'm trying to get you for bad behavior or bad choices. No, this is Satan's realm. Now, here's the good part. Don't, don't forget this. But we know you are a child of God. This is why it's so important to trust Jesus. You're like, no, I don't trust Jesus. I'm not sure if I can trust him. Well, this is a pretty important part because we are under God... The world is under Satan and his attacks, and this is the next level. The enemy really does have a plan. Not only is he over this world, his plan is pretty simple. Are you ready for this? What's the enemy's plan? The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. This is why we have murder. This is why we have corruption. This is why we have cancer. This is why we live in a messed up, jacked up world. But the verse doesn't end there. It's just a reminder when you start looking around and questioning like, why, 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 why? Well, because this is the world he lives in. But here's the rest of the verse. John ten ten continues when it says, but my purpose. This is Jesus speaking, by the way. Hey, the thief has a purpose, but this is my purpose, to give life in all of its fullness. I'm going to go continue with Romans chapter 5, verse 8, when it says this. This is another great reminder. Yes, Adam's sin brought punishment to all. Because out of that sin we separated from God, which leads to death and sickness and all these other things that are going on. But this is a big but right here, and I cannot lie. That's for y'all. Christ' righteousness makes men right with God, so that they can. What's this last word? Live. See, here's the whole point: is we have an opportunity through Jesus, even in a fallen world, to live. And as he said, it lived to the fullest. The problem is is we keep buying into what the enemy's saying. You think you know better, you think you can control your money, you think you can control your life. You don't, I don't need anybody telling me what to do. I ain't going to have the church tell me this and that tell me, okay, I hear you. But Jesus is going, no, the enemy has control, and he is, he's really convinced you to believe that you can do what you want to do. And then you get cynical, aggravated, frustrated because you keep believing. The enemy who came to steal, kill, and destroy, destroy your life, destroy your family, destroy your mind, so many different things, but Christ's righteousness makes men right with God. This is why, why do you need Jesus? Not just church, not religion. Why do you need a relationship with Jesus? Because through Christ, you have life and hope. In a fallen world, if we just chose to believe, well, it's a fallen world. It's always going to be messed up. That's why you're depressed. That's why you're so angry, because you're not focusing on the hope and the life that is found in Christ. You're going down the you know, the rabbit hole of it. It's all over. There's nothing we can do. This whole thing's just messed up. The world's, you're right, but we have Jesus. And we because of that, you have life and hope. Romans 15, 13, May God, the source of hope, fill you with joy do you have joy are you freaking out or do you have peace by means how do we get joy and how do we get peace and how do we get hope by the means of your faith in him check your faith so when you say well i don't have faith in the government i don't have faith in medicine i don't have faith in the church i'm not asking for you to have faith in those things i'm asking you to have faith in him And when you have faith in him, he's going to call you to do good. He's going to call you to help others. Because when you help others, it's a way for him to be light in the darkness. Remember that illustration? And when you're light in the darkness, then there's hope and faith taken to the darkest places, including childhood cancer. So for years now, we've been partnering with an organization called Lighthouse. The reason we're going to do this duck day next week Is because all of the proceeds the money that we raise none of it comes to the church we're not asking for anything for you to give to the church or support the church i'm asking you to help kids and families that are battling childhood cancer if you've never given before if you've never even thought about it you're like if you can't give for this something wrong y'all because this is childhood cancer the worst of the worst these people are battling the darkest of days and then we have an opportunity to come in and provide hope and faith, peace and joy. You go, well, how do you do that? Well, there's some of you can volunteer. We're, we take a group of people to go and serve these families. You take your family and you serve a family battling cancer down in Florida at the beach. It's an amazing trip. I'm going to show you a video of what that looks like now because what I want you to see is this is just one part of why would we go do that? Because when you show up, when you're there, you are hope you are joy and when these families have been battling cancer and they can't get to the beach and they can't get away you provide an opportunity to remind them to restore their faith and why are you doing it back in jesus because jesus called you to serve them i want you to see the video i want you to understand and the reason i chose this particular video from lighthouse listen how it starts the very first words that come out of this guy's mouth He's a volunteer that took his family to serve a family battling cancer, and listen how he starts this video. Watch.
4: Lighthouse Family Retreats exists to provide hope, joy, restoration, and renewal for families experiencing childhood cancer. This week our family has um, served a family that has two daughters, um, a two-year-old, and a seven-year-old who's in treatment for leukemia. The mission that we have here at Lighthouse is so important to the families we're serving for them to be able to get out of the chaos of the hospital because so often they are not a family when they're in the hospital. You've got one parent that's at home, usually with the siblings, one parent that's at the hospital with the child on treatment, and rarely do they get time to be together as a family. Showing up for other people this week has looked like serving them food, helping them in line. We've cleaned the room. We've taken their kids to each day and given their parents space. That's one of the big things that we've done when I got to talk with the dad and he started opening up and sharing the story about like, how they found out they had cancer and what it was like and, and how it, he saw God in that and what he thought about it. it. was pretty special. For most of us, the question is, do I have what it takes and uh, is it enough? And so I think when you get a chance to be a part of something like this, you realize, wow, just, just me, just as I am, it is enough. If we are willing, and we will allow God to use our story, that he will intersect it with other people's story, and we can be a blessing. It was so fun to dance with the girl that's in our family um, that has been in treatment. I know she spent a lot of time um, getting shots and taking medicine and and laying in the hospital bed, but last night she had so much fun. The impact goes just beyond our city, beyond our state, and that God's using it to impact families, from around the country and around the world. That yes. was so fun. What did you guys like about it? You gonna take your uh-uh. stuff? I liked building sandcastles with KJ. I liked um, hanging out at the block with uh, everybody and somebody learned how to swim today. I hope my girls remember that it's not about them, that there's more to this life than this life, and that they're going to be a part of showing his love to others.
1: for Lighthouse. Come on, y'all give it up for Lighthouse, what they do. Now, the reason I want you to give it up is there's teams that make all of the logistics happen down in Florida, but what they need is volunteers. They need people to give the money, to spend the money, to take their families to serve these, and then you see what it does for you and your family. And I know what many of you are saying. It's like, man, I can't do that. I just don't have enough money. I can't take off enough time, and I get that, and that is also why we're giving you another opportunity called Do Good Duck Day, which happens next Sunday. And you may be saying in your mind, well, what exactly is that? Well, first, let me answer this question. Before I give you the specifics, when we go back to that evil plan that Satan is working to steal, kill, and destroy, a simple question would be, do we have a plan? Does God have a plan to defeat the evil that he's trying to, you know, put on us? infiltrate our lives with glad you asked Romans 12 21 don't let evil defeat you but defeat evil by what so when you go well where's this come from why are y'all always talking about doing good I'm telling you when we started simple church I didn't really fully understand it I just liked the two words hey it, it was a great easy thing to remember and then as I went through scripture I was shocked at how many references there were to this phrase do good And when I saw this one, I'm like, you want to talk about evil, the evil of cancer, the horrible side of cancer? How do you defeat the horrible, evil side of cancer? You do good like this family, like many of our families have done, like you will have an opportunity to do. See, it's about being proactive. It's about doing something, not complaining, not griping, not whining, but sitting there going, all right, I can do something. Ecclesiastes 2.26, if people do good and please God, he will give them wisdom, wisdom, Knowledge and joy. All of these promises keep coming back to this idea. It's like there's something to our action, us being proactive. There is a benefit in your life. There's even a benefit if you just try to do good. Some of you go, well, I'm not very good at it. Just try. I'll prove it to you. Proverbs. The Lord loves those who try to do good. You don't even have to be very successful at it. The point is, is just start trying. And next Sunday, there's no church. We're not singing songs. We're not preaching. We're going to try to do good. We're going to give you an opportunity to do good. Specifically, what is happening? Well, it's a $20 donation. None of it comes to the church. You can scan the QR code. Even if you're watching online, if you're from the area, I had some, met some friends from Colorado, make a $20 donation. None of it comes to the church. It will all go, or, go towards families battling childhood cancer. Now you go, well, what happens in this? Well, it's going to include four ducks into what's called the duck derby. And we're going to give away a trip for you and your family to the beach. If your duck happens to cross the finish line and we draw that name out of there, you're going to the beach. You don't have to go with Lighthouse. That's not what you're doing. No, I'm talking about a private beach trip for you and your family. You're going to win that just by simply donating that $20. Somebody's going to win it. Now, some people are smart in here. They're like, I ain't doing 20 I think I'm going to do 100 cuz because if you got $100 and you have a chance to go to the beach, I can promise you it's costing way more than that to rent a condo. I'm going to show you that here in a minute. But this is just one example. Then there's going to be games you can play if you're here in town, inflatables for the kids, petting zoo. And you can buy more ducks for $5. If you want to buy more chances to win the trip to the beach, just put it in. And what happens? 100% of it goes to help Lighthouse and these families. Now, why do we need you? Because it's a big task. It doesn't just take a little bit of money. It doesn't take a few people. Why would we cancel services? What some people think we're canceling. No, It'll probably be one of the best worship experiences you've had because... We're honoring God with our lives. We are given an opportunity to give and serve and have a great time with your family, not kids up there and you down here, all of us together, you with your kids, enjoying the time together or your grandkids. Will it be a sacrifice? Yeah, a little bit of time, a little bit of money, but there are benefits that come with that sacrifice. Number one, first benefit I can think of is you will have family fun together. There's a map that we'll put out there that you can see, but uh, like again, if you scan the QR code or you register, it's going to show you all of the activities. There's so many different things you can do. There's food, food trucks are going to be there, petting and zoos. And then the best news for some of you, you can even pay an extra $5 and pelt me with a dodgeball. Doesn't that feel good? All your anger, all your frustration at me, you can just take it out on me, all right? Now you're going, Justin, why would you do that? I'll take a little pain for you if we can help, once again, eliminate childhood cancer. And you go, well, Justin, we really can't do that. Well, we can for a week. Their mind is not on their cancer. They're with their family. They're at the beach. They're enjoying it. So I'll go out there and take a few shots. Now, I wasn't prepared. I was prepared for doing it next Sunday. I was not prepared for it starting when I got to work. What are you talking about? Well, here is just how evil the staff is. They're going to hell. Watch.
2: Hey, morning, What's
1: up? It's so early.
3: Hey, Justin. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Hey, bro. Yeah. Oh,
4: brother. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro, where are we putting me? Yeah. i This is getting ridiculous. It's like drive by. There was a drive by in Bossier, you Can you believe it? Here is why we're having a little fun with it. You can bring an extra five dollars and throw at me all day long. Bring your kids. And last year we had some fun with it. We did the whole you know '70s thing, and they took tie dye. You know, uh, it was horribly painful. And Chip though caught me in the face. Did you see that? That was not acting, son. And Chip was like, afterwards he was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. I know you're not. But seriously. Have some fun with us. Bring your kids, bring your grandkids, and come down. And why are we doing all this? To raise some money. Christy A. is going to get in there, too, the children's children. Especially she's like, I'll get in there with you, too, because I think I can raise more money than you. I'm like, we'll see. Come down and have some fun with us. Pray for good weather, too. We're praying that it will be a beautiful day. We'll go down. We're taking over the whole boardwalk. There's all kind of fun things to do, all kind of activities for you and your kids. Inflatables, like I said. You know, uh, all kind of duck. Disco duck's going to be there. We're going to have some fun music going. It's just going to be a great environment for one purpose, to raise a little money, to raise some awareness, give you some family fun time, and give you a chance to win a beach trip. Now, listen, I told you about this, but let me show you the condo so you'll know what you have a chance to win. These are just some of the images that you could be staying in. This is a great condo. And it's on the uh, bay side, so you actually have access to the beach and the bay. This is your balcony. It is a beautiful, amazing condo. And somebody was super generous. One of our members was like, hey, indoor pool, outdoor pool. They can go to the, you know, like I said, they got a bay and a workout. You'll never use that while you're there, I promise you. All right, that's free. But all of this, why would they even donate it? Because they're going, hey, we're, we're supporting. We can give a week They, you know, rent it out, and they're like, no, we'll donate it. Why would we do this? To give your family a chance to get away together, too. And how do you have a chance to win? Simple, $20. Four chances with $20. You can buy more, but even just registering, it gives you four ducks. Now, why would we do all of this? Because it's bigger than just your chance at winning the beach trip. The real benefit is God's pleased with you. You go, what do you mean he's pleased with me? Hebrews 13, 16. And don't forget to do good. There's a lot going on. We have spring break this week. Everybody's got a million different directions. Hopefully you're all watching online. I have friends in Colorado skiing. We have friends down at the beach, Disney, all of you. But I hope you're watching and you'll watch it later. But I don't want you to forget that next weekend we're doing good. And then here's your opportunity to share what you have with others. We've been blessed with a lot. But when you make a small sacrifice of your time and your money, they are very pleasing to God. If for no other reason you go, man, I want, to, I want God to be happy. I mean, I want him to be pleased with me. I am not making this up. This is where you see it in the book of Hebrews. And do good duck day is a great opportunity for you to do some good. Don't forget. Don't go, well, I just forgot we were doing that. I really wasn't sure what we were doing. Don't come down here. We ain't going to be here. We're not even going to stream a service We may do Facebook Live where we're walking around and showing you all the things that are going on, but all we're trying to do is put all our energy and effort into helping children and families that are battling cancer. Galatians 6.10. When we have the opportunity to do good to anyone, we should do what? Just do it. When you have the opportunity, you have an opportunity. Does it make a difference? Some of you are going, does it really make a difference? I have been down there. I've seen the difference it makes. But I'm going to prove it to you with the family right here in the Simple Church. Katie Franks, Jesse Franks, and their daughter Dakota are going to tell you their story because they attend here. They are members here. They have been battling childhood cancer with Dakota for a long time. And they had a chance to go last year. Instead of me just wearing you out about it, here's another glimpse into why we care so much about it. It could be you and your family that get the benefit of escaping cancer for a week just like the Franks. Watch.
3: I'm Katie Franks.
0: And I'm Jesse Franks.
3: And um, we have two kids, Dakota, she's six, and Deacon is five. And when Dakota was two, three months before her third birthday, she was diagnosed with kidney cancer. It was stage three, and it, it, the tumor was too large to be removed in the beginning, and so she had to go through 10 weeks of chemo. She had radiation to her abdomen, came home, finished chemo. And then she relapsed nine months off chemo. When she relapsed, it just kind of knocked us back off our feet again. And the support we had is the only way we made it. And obviously giving her over to God and trusting that above all else, He has us and her and that um, we would be okay.
0: Uh, I heard about lighthouse for the first time through Katie just something that I didn't uh, know about or look to it my mind was elsewhere so when she told us about that I'm like man this is huge we need to do something like this as a family and that's what lighthouse does is it provides a way for us to have a little peace of mind to go together as a family to take our minds uh, off of you know, reality reality <laughs> yeah and it is hard to do things together like that as a family so to have that presented to us, man, it was just something awesome.
3: So when we uh, drove down there and got to the place we were staying at, it was almost like a resort. And so we pull up to the big white tent.
0: Get walked up and introduced and man, everybody's just loving and happy. And um,
3: We knew our partner family. They were going to be there waiting on us and we had no clue, we didn't know anything about them. Um, except they were there to serve us and make this trip, you know, the best stress-free possible, and that's exactly what it was. We didn't have to worry about dinner or <laughs> breakfast or what we were going to eat. It does um, get a little
0: awkward when you can't carry your own bags. To yes, your they room didn't
3: let you do and, and, and anything. things like that
0: that you're used to. But um, it was. It's it's a blessing. Just the way that it was structured was is, is awesome um, to have, include uh, the family time together. Uh, then the kids got were able to uh, go someplace else with our sponsor family, uh, Zach and Karen, which they were amazing, by the way. So we had time to be alone in small group and talk to other families, which was um, which was huge. Uh, a I think of it was my. Not-
3: my favorite part
0: um, we can grieve and, uh, and bounce ideas off of each other and just talk and, and lift each other up so that was a blessing but we had a date night that you know we don't go on yeah. dates uh, <laughs>
3: we got uh, to go have dinner and get dressed up and we didn't have to worry about a babysitter
0: didn't have to worry about that um, so. because
3: we knew they were taken care of and they were having a blast yeah. we didn't have to worry about them so bring your family come do good, but at the same time, you're getting a vacation, and it will it will change your lives, too, and your kids' lives. And it also teaches them, you know, what doing good means and seeing the other side, um, that life is hard, and but we can all get through it together helping each other. And if you're not able to make the trip and you want to you know, support it and come help out. We're having Do Good Duck Day next week.
0: Do Good Duck Day.
3: And at the boardwalk, there's gonna be face painting, inflatables, the carousel, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So bring your family out and all the proceeds will go to Lighthouse, um, helping our families support, go. and support, support. Yes, so please come out and see us.
1: Come on, y'all. Give it up for the Franks. It's families like that that benefit, and then you get to see a little bit more about the story. You understand. I know as a parent, I mess up a lot, and our kids are always watching us. They're learning from us. Your grandkids are watching and learning what you say and what you do. Titus 3.14 says, Our people must learn to use their lives for doing good. We have to learn to do it. It's not always natural. We've got to learn to use our lives for the good to helping anyone who has a need. We know the need's great. And then when you do this, you will not have an empty life. Remember how Jesus said you'll have life to the fullest? It's all connected back to this ability to say, you know what? God, you're going to give back to me. What, what am I going to lose? I'm not losing anything. I'm going to gain. And then I want my kids to learn this. I want my kids to experience it. That's the beauty of when you go to serve at Lighthouse. You take your kids with you, and kids are playing with kids And you are helping adults, and it's a beautiful thing. Not everybody can afford to do that, but you can come next weekend and enjoy time with your kids and grandkids and know that you're making a difference. Another thing you can do as a parent is we have what's called an FX box, a family experience box. And inside of that, every month, then we pull these things out or a couple of times a year, whatever it may be. Uh, If you're in town or if you're watching online, we can mail them to you as well. But every time we put out these FX boxes, there are beautiful elements inside that help you do good and remind you to do good and right now in this month's fx box it is all about do good duck day and we're challenging kids to come up with ways to raise money and help them and this is what's really really cool we asked around and already as soon as they got the box these kids started doing it and this is just a reminder of why we're glad you're in church and why kids sometimes teach us how to do good watch
4: I'm here with this awesome group of kids. So we're talking about doing good. You guys did good. You did a lemonade stand. Who can tell me what made y'all decide to do this on Sunday? My
3: mom got the idea of doing a lemonade stand and raising money for
0: cancer kids
4: right so y'all got an fx box we passed all those fx boxes it talked about raising money y'all did eliminate staying right after church and what happened who could tell me how it went we invited some friends violin geo then we went to the front of the neighborhood and set it up and just started holding up the sign and screaming Uh, At first, there wasn't as many cars, but as we got into it, there were a ton of cars, and
3: we were really excited. We raised over $200.
4: Over $200? That's amazing. You guys are awesome doing that, and these are going to help families and kids that are going through cancer get to go and spend time together. How does that make you feel that you were doing good and helping?
3: It made me feel good that we were helping other people or get their time together.
0: Super proud of these guys, especially because so many friends came and helped. I thought that was really cool.
3: Super proud, they did the whole thing by themselves, no help, they were shaking down everybody who came to our neighborhood. So they did really good, we're super proud of them, getting their friends involved and putting the word out there welcoming all their friends, you know, doing that church thing. This is Sadie signing off for Simple Church. Thanks. Bye.
1: Come on, y'all. Give it up for them babies shaking down the neighborhood, son. I love it. Third John, remember that those who do good prove that they're God's children. It's like you can't just say it. You got to do it. This is what I love about these kids. They're not just talking about they're going to do it. Now, hopefully I encouraged you to help. But I know some of you are Baptist and you need to be guilted. I know you already. So right now you're going, well, I'm kind of in the I man, Justin, I, I've actually had people say this to me. They're like, I like simple church, but I don't feel guilty enough when I leave. All right, this is for you. James 4:17. To him who knows to do good and does not do it, it is a sin. You're a sinner. That's what your problem is. I'm just kidding. But that's the good example. As silly as it is, I don't care if it's encouragement or guilt, whatever it takes to get you to do something, the bottom line is help someone. Don't just sit there, man. Make a donation. Come and volunteer. Bring your family down. Have some fun. Go on a trip. Sign up. Get involved. Help. I got one other announcement I need to make while we're doing it because we won't be meeting next week. We also need you for Easter this year. The volunteers are a big part of Easter. When you sign up to be a part of Easter, we call it the Easter Volunteer Meeting. And it's like party with our peeps. March 26th at 5 p.m. So we'll be... Doing good next weekend with the Do Good Duck Day. And then the following Sunday, we're going to be right back here on Sunday morning and here Sunday night called Party With Our Peeps. So you got to sign up through the app and online for both, whether that's Do Good Duck Day or Easter Volunteer. And when you sign up to volunteer for Easter, there's also a shirt that is included. When you volunteer, we give you a free shirt. Uh, We'll be passing those out that night at 5 o'clock too. We'll be training you, giving you a little bit of information, and we need as many people as possible to make that happen. But it's more than just a t-shirt. There is a promise from God. And you go, what do you mean? Romans 2.10 is what I mean. God will give you glory, honor, and peace to everyone who does good. It doesn't matter how you're volunteering, what you're doing with your time, your money, your resources. God has all kinds of promises going, man, I love those who are even just trying to do good. I'm going to give you peace when you do it. I'm going to reward you. I'm going to give you more back than you could possibly give. And guess what? It's fun, too. Now, just for those who have never seen Easter at Simple Church, and you don't know what we're talking about when I say fun and why we need you, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers it takes to pull it off. And so this is why. Here is a little Easter fun over the years past. Watch. Come on, y'all. Put your hands together for that right there. Easter, sign up. We want you to be there. And not only do Good Duck Day, but I need you to be there for Easter, too. Next weekend, party with our peeps. Volunteer meeting, March 26th at 5 p.m. And speaking of that, if you drank a water today and you have one of these little bottles with you, what I need you to do is when you walk out, drop it in the red bins out there because we're using these for Easter this year. I don't want to tell you exactly what we're doing with them, but it has to do with water this year. The Do Good Project has to do with water and helping our friends in Africa. And if you happen to have one of these, don't throw it in the trash. Take it and put it in the bin, and you'll see how creative and fun it'll be when we get to Easter, what we're going to do. All right, Hebrews ten twenty four. We should think about each other to see how we can encourage each other to show love and do good works. The bottom line, whether that's Easter or whether that's next weekend when we're down at Duck Day... It's about showing love to people that need it, and it's about doing good, not just saying that we love them, but actually putting it into action. So let me encourage you, sign up for both now, both Do Good Duck Day and Easter. Uh, the Duck Derby, I have to give one other little shout out to them as well because we are in partner with the Bozier Rotary Club. They have let us borrow the rubber ducks that were actually flooding the street down there, and we're going to let those ducks navigate their ways down, and when they cross the line, that's how we're drawing the winner. Uh, another little side note, you'll see also the color yellow. That is awareness for childhood cancer. That's why it's all yellow and having a little fun with that. But thanks to the Bossier Rotary Club. Can you give them a little love for helping us out making that happen as well? That helped us save a little bit money because we didn't have to go buy those rubber ducks to make it happen so we can raise more money and put more towards doing good. Ephesians 2.10, God made us to do good works, which God planned in advance for us to do, to live our lives in doing. It's not just saying it. It's not just coming here and going through the motions. You have an opportunity to walk out here and do it. And I don't want you to miss God's plan for your life. I don't want you to go, man, I just wish I'd have done that. All of these things are making memories with your kids and your grandkids. And believe it or not, one day it matters i got to do a funeral tomorrow uh tommy rachel owns twin cities car wash 40 years there known him for a long time and i promise you when i get up to celebrate his life what i will talk about is not just that he owned a car wash although that's a part of his life as i sat down with the family what was really a part of his life and while he was even here at simple church what he did was give he gave his time he gave his resources he was always trying to help other people Whether they were strangers or people that he personally knew, the stories filled his life. And that's what really matters. When it all is said and done, it's not how many stuff you have. It's not about all the stuff that we think it's about. It really is about who we are as people and how we help others. And in case you need one more video to motivate you, I'm going to end with this last video. Some of you may be skeptics out there. And you're going, well, I can't believe they're going to go to the beach. And I don't even know if that's necessary. Well, if you've ever had a child battling cancer you understand that they're many times confined to the house. They can't get out. They can't expose themselves to other people. And so they live in this little bubble for so long, and their family's really trapped in this bubble. And so we try to give them a trip to the beach so they can get away from that. Now, if you don't know what that looks like, Steve Hartman, associate pastor, is going to show you one more example of why getting away with your family is so important. Watch this. Aside from immediate family, no one is allowed in the house
2: to see three-year-old Quinn Waters.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) want to get up there.
2: And more importantly, Quinn can't go out. We basically keep him in a bubble just as a precaution.
3: Even a cold, a common cold, could be something that will bring him back into the hospital.
2: Parents, Jarleth and Tara Waters of Weymouth, Massachusetts, say Quinn's natural immunity was temporarily wiped out after he got a stem cell transplant to treat his brain cancer.
3: We are a
2: Fortunately, the kid is a fighter who has retained a mostly positive attitude.
3: Do you want a drink or anything,
4: dude? No,
2: thank you. But it still stinks.
4: He sees all of this happening, and he knows he's stuck inside. Um, And there would be days...
2: Days when Quinn is literally pounding to get out. Unfortunately, staring out a window is a poor substitute for walking out a door. For the last two months, Quinn's connection to the outside world has been limited to whoever passes by, which hasn't been all that limiting, actually. It started off with family members, like, come to the window. (laughs) Then the neighbors started showing up to entertain with non-contact art projects. This is like a Picasso. And other stupid human tricks. Next, the police caught wind. And pretty soon, top-notch performers were just showing up on Quinn's front lawn. It's turned into like a vaudeville stage out there. Yeah, The window kind of became his window to the world, yeah. you know. Today, you never know what might happen by. One minute, it could be a dog parade. The next, a team of Irish step dancers, everyone brought together by word of mouth and a will to help Quinn get better, which his parents say is happening. It's the positive energy from all these people that
3: we believe has gotten him through his, his sickness, you know?
2: You can never repay, you know? Just maybe pay it forward, you know? Being indebted has never felt so fortunate.
0: Come on without, come on within. You'll not see nothing like
1: the mighty queen. Come on, y'all, one more time. Help kids get out. Help kids experience what life is all about with their family and their siblings, man, Everybody that has ever been through this, Lighthouse, they say, has just really been a huge, huge impact on them. Help more people do it. Do Good Duck Day, you can give now. So sign up online, register, so that we can be a part of it. Would you pray with me? Father, I can't thank you enough for people that tune in and watch all around. Let them know that we need them. They can be a part of it, just like people in the shreveport Bozier area. All of us are coming together to do our very best to point people to the hope, to the life, that is found in you and how we're going to do that is by doing good we're going to share we're going to serve and in the process you promised to bless us we're going to have a great time doing it and we don't want to miss those blessings and we certainly don't want to keep someone from having the opportunity to make memories with their kid as short as that time may be god help us to be a part of the solution to spread the love to encourage to do good the way you call us to I'm so thankful for the friends that are in this room today. I'm thankful again for those that are watching. I pray that they would know that when we all come together, we can do a whole lot more than we could ever do as individuals. Help us come together for the purpose, Father, of pointing people to you and solving problems in your name. In Jesus' name we pray.